Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back after a good weekend, I would say. Um, had a pretty fun weekend, practicing a little bit more eye racing. Had my first ever wreck. Finished in last place against computers yes that, that's where my talent level is right now with the uh, iRacing definitely have a lot more uh, respect for these uh, iRacing drivers all the guys from NSRA and um, Erska and all of them that uh, show up every week and just show so much talent with, with, uh, with the racing um, have another football heavy week even though we don't have football this this week at all um, I am kind of excited about the USFL. It is uh, coming, well, the season's supposed to start in April. I'm not sure if it's the beginning or what, but obviously I am going with my Philadelphia Stars. I'm gonna be rooting for them. I think their jerseys look pretty nice. Um, for the most part, I think most of the jerseys, when they unveiled them last week, I believe it was, um, weren't that bad. Uh, I forget which team it is. I think it was one of the like Florida or something, something, because it had a Carolina Panthers feel to it, but it was like black and silver and, and or not black, uh, blue, silver, and, and white. Um, definitely was probably one of my favorite ones that they unveiled. Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, help lead us into the next NFL season. And XFL will be starting next year. Um, NFL and the XFL have agreed to kind of partner up and work together. Uh, XFL is going to use some of the possible NFL rule changes, and uh, basically, NFL is just going to see how how they they do, how they work in um, in their league, and see if they want to adopt them or not. But so that that was kind of like a, a short, uh, you know. I can't even think of a word. <laughs> Just got home from work, so I'm a little, little frazzled here. But uh, you know, definitely excited for uh, the XFL and, and USFL. But um, before we get really, really, really into the show, head over to StayTunedSports.net so you can follow all, all of our social media accounts. Uh, there's UFC pay-per-view this weekend, this Saturday: Kobe Covington versus Jorge Masvidal. I'm going to be live tweeting that one, maybe. I know I said I was going to do a live show this past Saturday. Um, things kind of came up, so hopefully I could do a live show during the pay-per-view. Um, not going to be showing it, just kind of get my commentary, get my two cents. Maybe we could talk a little other sports as well. But you got to follow all, all social media accounts, our Twitter, Facebook, um, all that type of stuff. So you could uh, get the notifications of when I'm going live. And the merch tabs up top there if you want to help support the show. That's one uh, avenue of, of doing it. Um, another avenue of showing your support for the show, www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. Um, a lot of the podcasts, businesses, etc. over there like to have coffees bought for them. Well, I kind of changed and said, I want a beer. I, I like 
people buying me beers. So you could <laughs> show your support that way as well. And our STS chat line is still open. 612 STS chat, or that is 612-787-2428. Let me know what you, th- what you think about the show. Have any suggestions for a show? What you think about my opinions? Agree, disagree? And I'll put it on the show and I'll comment on it. So being that it is March, well, you guys are listening to this on Thursday, so it's March uh, 3rd, I believe it is. Um, NFL free agency about a week and a half away. March 14th is the quote unquote legal tampering day, which I just think is stupid. I mean, just just get rid of it and start free agency two days earlier. Um, and looking at some of the free agents, as of right now, there has been, I don't believe anybody has been franchised, uh, franchise tagged, even some rumors. I think the only rumor I saw was Devontae Adams from uh, Green Bay possibly being franchised by Green Bay. Um, and I'll, I'll talk about him in a second here. But it got me, you know, thinking, you know, what what free agents out there that may not be franchised um, can either resign with the teams or, you know, top four or five guys to, to look in look at. Um, so speaking of Devontae Adams, as long as I, I think it all boils down to what's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers. Um, rumor is he's looking at he, he's looking for to be paid as the highest uh, quarterback, which rightfully so, back-to-back MVPs. I mean, he's shown his um, his talents over how many years now? And he's looking for $50 million a year. Now, that is a lot for a quarterback that he's starting to get up there. You know, he, he may have, I don't know, maybe three, four more years before you really start to see a decline. And this is the thing that a lot of us fans have to remember when it comes to front office. We say, you know, Aaron Rodgers, 50 million, look his past. He's well worth that money. That's the thing. You're not paying for what they did in the past. Yeah, you could take that into consideration, but you got to figure, okay, if I'm going to pay him $50 million a year, next year he goes MVP. Okay, well, that 50 million was worth it. What happens if he has a uh, a decline following year and he's like 12th best quarterback or 10th best quarterback that 50 million was kind of a waste you know I mean he, he didn't play up to that that contract so I don't know if he'll be able to hit the 50 million dollar mark but I I think I could I could see them doing something like a Drew Brees uh, contract from a couple years ago where they kind of backloaded it, um, but was able to give him that contract that he was he was looking for. Now the thing is, if they do give him the fifty million a year or even forty five a year, that's a big cap hit. Devontae Adams is one of the best, if not the best, wide receiver in the NFL right now. So he's going to be asking to be paid as the top wide receiver. I don't have on top of my head what the highest paid wide receiver is. Uh, 
number wise. But if you're gonna tie up basically 50% of your salary cap, or even even 30 or 40% of your salary cap in two players, that is hard to do. And I, I don't know if they would be able to sustain being competitive doing that. Because obviously, if you do that, you gotta kind of take from a different position money-wise. And now that, that position is going to hurt a little bit. You don't want to take away from the offensive line because obviously if Aaron Rodgers can't stand up, then there's no Devontae Adams. So both contracts would be a bad fit. Um, so that's where I think the franchise tag comes in. I think they, they franchise Devontae Adams. Now, if I was Devontae Adams... I would not sign that tenure, uh, the, the franchise tag, almost a tenure, uh, tender, until I know if Aaron Rodgers is going to be there. If he's not there, I'm not signing. I'm, I'm telling him, trade me. Nothing gets love, but that, that team will decline so fast because Rodgers not there. And, and love is just... He's just a backup quarterback. I think he's always going to be a backup quarterback. He's never going to be a starter. Not saying that he should have beat out Aaron Rodgers by now because, again, Aaron Rodgers has been one of the the best quarterbacks in the league in the past five, seven years. Um, so if I'm Adams, I'm trying to force my way out of Green Bay because they're going to want to go with a full rebuild. And Adams is... In the in the, the the prime of his career, so he's still got another four or five years before you start to see a decline in him. I mean, Philly, you know, they got three first rounders, so they would have to give up at least one of those first rounders. I think it's a second rounder um, if it's a franchise tagged player. You stick him with Devontae Smith and Quiz Watkins and Dallas Goddard. They're just that offense would make Jalen Hurts look phenomenal because defenses wouldn't be able to key on just on Smith or just on Adams. Which I'm hoping Jason Kelsey comes back. I mean, the rumor is that he he's also leaning towards um, coming back because he can't stop talking about the team. Another uh, player. And I got to say, when I was looking at the, the free agents going into this offseason, quarterback free agency class is not good at all. Um, I think the best quarterback I saw out there was Teddy Bridgewater. And, I mean, he's good, but he's not your franchise quarterback. He's not Matthew Stafford, you know, talent. Um, but the wide receiver group in this free agency is just stacked. I mean, I, I looked at seven or eight top wide receivers that I wouldn't mind seeing Philly pick up. Even the running back position looks pretty decent. Not as not as good as the wide receivers, but I mean, running backs. You got Melvin Gordon, who's not a bad back. I mean, he's not your um, workhorse anymore, but he's not a slouch. You know, so. As long as he could get paired up with a, a change of pace back to give him a little bit of a break, I think he'll be okay. Um, Leonard Fournette, even though I have a feeling Tampa Bay may try to resign him, if he's smart, he'd come back. 
Um, he's seems like he, he his attitude and his personality kind of calmed down since coming to Tampa Bay. He seemed like in Jacksonville he just couldn't get out of his own way. Um, but yeah, yeah, I definitely could see Tampa Bay uh, bringing him back. And then Cordell Patterson, I mean, I put him here as the running back, even though I still consider him a wide receiver. Um, how they used him last year was just genius. And that's how he was supposed to be used his whole career. And just no coaches really saw that. Um, but played with the Falcons. He had a really good year, and I think he's going to cash in this year. But as far, like I said, as far as receivers, Allen Robinson is another one that, again, if I'm going to use my Philadelphia Eagles here, I think they could get him cheap. He had a down year. Um, Philly definitely has the cap space. Needs another receiver to help Devontae Smith. And he's a big receiver. That's the key part here is we need a big receiver for the red zone to be able to come over the middle. And he showed all that stuff. Um, Maybe if he sits out there long enough and no one really wants to take a a try on him, maybe you kind of do what we did with Alshon Jeffrey. Get a one-year contract done with him and see if he bounces back and work on a long-term. Because, I mean, he, he's still young. He still has a few years left before you probably see a decline. But he definitely would fit with Philly. Um, maybe the Giants? You know, they, they're, they're kind of in the same boat as the Eagles. Uh, really only have one, maybe two receivers. So adding this third one would help Daniel Jones, which I kind of hope the Giants give him another chance. Um, I still think he could be a good quarterback in this league. On defense, Tyron Matthew of the Chiefs most likely is going to be walking. Um, I don't think the Chiefs will resign him. But one team I think you have to keep an eye on is the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens, because... Back in two, three years ago, 2019, 18, when he uh, became a free agent, they were real close to signing him. But then the Chiefs came in and they, they were able to uh, lock down the deal with him. And I think the thing that the Ravens have going for them is how their defense coordinator uses safeties like Matthew. Um, all his skill sets are right there. For the, the defense coordinator, um, like I said, how he uses them. Uh, every safety that he's ever used became a, a very good safety, um, but they have to have a certain skill set. He, you know, he 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 plays them up in the box, plays them deep. You know, so it all all works out, and you know, all signs point that would be a, a good match there. And then, kind of circling back to my Philadelphia Eagles, I actually want Philly to draft this kid when he was a rookie, and that's Hassan Riddick. If there's one thing Howie Roseman has been missing on, other than wide receivers, um, is the linebacker position. Ever since Jordan Hicks has you know left for Arizona, we have yet to find a replacement. Um, we tried everything and 
yeah, we have some good linebackers, but we need a presence there. And I think Hassan Riddick would be a, a good pickup there. Again, I also think being a hometown talent, once a temple, I think that may also help uh, bring him in. Not saying to bring him in cheaper or, or more or, or what, but I think that would be a good selling point for the Eagles to be able to play in the same stadium that you played in college. So, I mean, there was a lot more um, free agents out there, but these four were the ones that really stood out to me that I, I could see making a difference with the teams they may go or stay with. A couple days ago, Kyler Murray's agent put out a letter um, basically saying that you know him and Kyler sent over a, a contract extension proposal to the, the Cardinals and the balls in their court to show how much they um, value Kyler Murray. Here's the problem with that. Dude still has two years left on his contract. He has this upcoming season and his fifth year, which I believe the Cardinals will pick up. I mean, they'd be stupid if they don't. So he still has two years, and this dude already wants a contract extension. Not saying he doesn't deserve it, because I, in a way, I, I think he does deserve it. I mean, he... He has helped turn this franchise around um, from like three, four losses or three, four win seasons to, you know, 11 win seasons. But I think the Cardinals are kind of kind of in a, a tough spot here. You know, they I'd be willing to bet they want to extend them. But what's he worth? Again, like I said just a few minutes ago, you can't pay for what he did in the past. got to pay for what you think he's going to do for the future. Um, so there's a lot of factors here that I think may hurt him. And one of them is, you think about the downfall this past season. They were in the number one seed spot. And I believe they went on, what, like a seven-game losing streak or something? I mean, they, they had so much of a you know, gap between first and the last spot of making it into the playoffs that they were able to take those seven game losses. But then when the playoffs started, I mean, he was terrible. You, you just watch that game. You look at the stats. He was just terrible. You were a number one. You, you were a first round draft pick. Meant to be the face of the franchise, but face of the franchise needs to be able to not only take a team to the playoffs, but win games in playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And you just got outclassed and, and lost your first round. Um, so what kind of contract do you give them? I mean, I if I, if I was the Cardinals... I come out and say, we're picking up your fifth year. And you have two years to show us that you're still progressing, that you're still coming, becoming better, and that you can take this team to another, you know, the next level. And Because that's the other thing, too, is you look at who he had on offense this past year, that the, the wide receiver group. Traded for Zach Ertz. Ertz had a, a lot better 
uh, season in Arizona than he was having in Philly. He had uh, DeAndre Hopkins you traded for the year before. AJ Green. Um, you just had talent in that wide receiver room and you lost in the playoffs after a seven game losing streak. So if you could show that, you know, you, you kind of learn from your mistakes from the playoffs, you got that experience now and you, and you take it to another level. Maybe, I don't even know if he could, I mean, honestly, I don't know if he could even make the Josh Allen money. Um, maybe somewhere between there, but more towards the Josh Allen money. Just a little bit on it. Maybe paid top five type money. But you got to show that you can win in the playoffs and not go on a seven game losing streak with that type of wide receiver talent. Up next, we have our hot minute take here, and I want to talk a little bit about Carson Wentz and the rumors floating around for actually the past couple of weeks that Indy may trade or cut him. I believe it's by March 19th. And what does it mean for him for the rest of his career? So Carson Wentz was drafted by Philadelphia, obviously first overall or second overall, but first round pick. And he was good up to that Super Bowl run. Um, if it wasn't for him in 2017, Philly would never won that Super Bowl. But then he blew his ACL out that season and he just never has been the same. And I think now seeing how he really didn't make a turnaround in Indy, is going to follow him the rest of his career. I don't think we're going to see that Carson Wentz of early on from here on out. I mean, honestly, the only quarterback that I, I could see him as for the rest of his career is a Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, you, you look at his stats and how he plays and his leadership. He's right there with Teddy Bridgewater as far as numbers. And he's just going to be a bridge quarterback probably the rest of his career. And it's kind of, kind of sad that he may just end up being that the rest of his career. I mean, he, it just shows you how I, I go back to this. I mean, any NFL player that blows out their ACL just never really comes back from it. Other than Adrian Peterson that first year or that first time. Um, Donald McNabb, who was ACL. Never bounced back from it. You got Carson now. Uh, you know, you, you could go down the list of ACL injuries that players never really regained that full talent. And it's a shame because I, I think he's a good guy. Seems like he does a lot for any community that he's around. And I was really pulling for him, hoping that he, he jumpstart again his career in Indy. But looks like it's going to be over after one year. And with that said, I mean, Howard Roseman looks like a genius now too for basically stealing from Indy, getting a first round pick out uh, uh, for him, gambling that he would not last or that he would last more than 70% of snaps. And he ended up, I think only missing 10 snaps or something like that. So 
Hopefully Howie's uh, luck keeps running all the way through the draft and we could have a, a bounce back season this year. And when I say that, I mean, yeah, I know we made the, the playoffs, but it was a little bit of a rocky start. So um, I think that's going to be it for this week. Like I said, there's going to be UFC pay-per-view this Saturday night. Jorge Masvidal versus Kobe Covington. Um, there's five or six fights. That it actually looks like a pretty decent card to tune in for. So make sure you head over to staytunesports.net so you can click our social media accounts and get the notifications when I go live. And you can chime in with any questions or uh, responses to what I have to say. Merch tab is up top there too as well as if you want to show your support for the show. As well as www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsport is another avenue to show your support for the show. Um, STS chat line, 612-STS-CHAT, 612-787-2428. Let me know what you thought about this past episode. What do you think about Carson Wentz? Do you agree disagree? What free agency would you want to see your team pick up? Let me know. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo, signing out.